Yo, yo, yo. What's up, brother? You're on, you're on vacation already. I am. I am. We got you about uh, 40 minutes ago. Oh, amazing, amazing, amazing. All righty. Well, did you trust that weekend pump yesterday that we got? I mean, I said, I went on Twitter immediately and I said, you never trust a weekend pump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it was the pump that excited me. I think it was more the bounce that happened before that that was quite exciting. And at least it's given us a really nice support in the market. So, so we've got a key level that we know we want to hold. Which is the 200-day moving average. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's just going off the simplicity of history. And as long as we hold it, we're still in a really good trend. So we had a what critical level in the market. But if we don't hold it, then, then, then I'm seeing the back to that 42 level to go test this wick over here you see this low level over here yeah, yeah, yeah. i still think that's the low um but yeah we'll get into it now okay we'll get into that we'll also talk about dominance because dominance also jumped and hit a very 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 critical level and then there are one or two old coins that despite this uh i don't call it bear market this little correction in the market they don't really care so we're going to look at those old coins we're going to see what they've got that the other old coins the don't market, have the stock market's one percent from all-time high Highest, the, the S&P has had the highest daily close ever. There it is. That's, that's insane. So the, markets the, the stock market's recovered, definitely. Yes, and there's, it's a big week this week. So there's lots to talk about, lots to talk about. Let's get this, let's, let's get this show started. Let's get this show started. What's up? Here comes our super sniper, Sheldon. What's up? We love our crypto sniper Sheldon. Super, super sniper, sniper Sheldon. Crypto, crypto sniper, sniper Sheldon. This is our Sheldino. Oh, 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 this is our Sheldino. Smash those likes. Yes. Smash those likes. Ren, you're yeah, why am I frozen? You're frozen. <laughs> Is it gone? So guys, uh, anyone new to the channel, anyone um, new to this, make sure you hit that like, hit that subscribe button, join the best community uh, as we are there throughout the good and bad in the market. We have been through the ups together, we go through the downs together, and we're still here every single day. And our main focus is, remember, I even got caught on the last little dip. But the whole purpose is to be here every day to show how we then come back through these times and how we actually, you know, trade the market day by day at this point. We can never, um, you know, be in control of the news or the FUD that's out there. We can only just trade what is given us. And and I have a good, simple amount of strategies through everything. So um, make sure you do join the family. I think we might be having some giveaways. We'll see. Uh, I know it usually generalizes. Uh, it's usually between 5,000 and 7,000 likes that we need before we do give any giveaways. So make sure you do smash that like button. And I think these are going to be, you know, as we pop in this week, they are going to be shorter shows. And I'm going to go through some of the alts and go through Bitcoin. And uh, the main thing is the market is starting to slow down and this is a really key thing for us um so i'm gonna jump in and get going on what's actually happened over the weekend and i'm it's really nice to see that we're getting a real slowdown in volume uh this is one of the first things that are exciting me right now with bitcoin is we are getting a slow momentum of volume and we are starting to range and it's very similar to this point over here 
where we started to, you know, we had the big drops in between. We then had the second drop and then we started to range and we started to get a slowdown in volume, started to, you know, the, the market started to relax a bit. And then all of a sudden we had a key break of trend and then a strong push to the upward side. And, you know, I'm sort of looking at this zone over here, very similar to the region that we had over here. And, you know, I like to see that we're not getting a massive increase of uh, volume. Now, secondly, what was really good is that we came down and we tested uh, the 200-day moving average. And what's really good about it, guys, is we haven't had any candle close below that. Um, and this is, you know, it's a really good high time frame support level that we do want to hold. And the fact that we're getting to these levels and we are bouncing at these points is really good. And the reason why we are ranging Let's just jump onto the chart here. There we go. It's because we have this main trend line um, trend that we're looking to get to. And what this usually indicates is as soon as we start pulling away from this trend line. So let me delete this one for now. There we go. As soon as we start pulling away from any trend, this can be to the up or downward side. We usually then slowly make our way back to that level. And all that this gave for me was just to say, you know what, there is, there is going to be a bit of cool off time. You know, it could take up to 10 days and this is still showing me it can be, you know, another two, three days of a bit of up and down where Bitcoin can range between 40, you know, 46K to the 50K region. And then we have a very critical breakout that we all need to be ready for because the high after that is going to be a very important level for us because we want to actually reverse. And how we're going to look to reverse is when we get some sort of breakout and a closing candle outside of this trend is definitely going to be a more add to my bag sort of strategy. But when we close out here, we do want to see Bitcoin rally and actually recover back to the 60K region um because then it will show we are finally getting back to the higher high point of view because what we have done now it is our first higher low and usually when we indicate a higher low in the market we then need to look for a higher high that's after that sort of point so i am expecting bitcoin you know to slowly range up to the region of 50 to 51k you know quite slowly to that zone as volume is decreasing and when volume slowly decreases to those levels as what it did over here you know as soon as the volume comes in when we get to that trend line and you can see what happened in this zone over here was as soon as we were at the zone takes a little bit of time calming down getting you know the, the retail was flushed out the market guys and this now just gave time for that and as soon as we get to that trend all of a sudden volume looks to come in so we don't have volume backing any bearish movement right now we did have the two big spikes but now the volume is cal calming down and it looks like we are getting to a place of exhaustion uh, and they, the bears are starting to get tired. And then we're now going to have a reply from the bulls. So what was a great indication for me was firstly, obviously, holding the 200-day. That was great. And then we had a cross now in our stochastic daily RSI. And this is good. Now it's showing an indication. Okay, we've had an official cross in it, which means now the bulls now are trying to reclaim. And what my really exciting one for me is jumping to the much higher time frames. Guys, you can see where this weekly one is set now. And you can see how the stochastic has finally hit the bottom at the zone over here. So it's showing that we can have, you know, a little bit of a, you know, slow sort of week or so. But it's showing that the bull's return is coming. And we are still reclaiming a higher high at this point. We are still holding all the main trends. We are even sitting on very big bullish divergence on the weekly. And that's when we have a higher high in trend and we have a lower low in the RSI. So we have a lot of bullish indicators at this point that's showing us that the, you know, the bears are starting to get a bit tired. Um, and we are, you know, the last time we had this RSI hit the bottom, you know, Bitcoin was at that 29K. 
And, you know, the time before that, you know, Bitcoin was sitting in the region of 14, no, what is it, $10,000. So this year alone, we've only hit the bottom twice. And now we're going for our third time for hitting the bottom. And the main thing with that is you're getting the flow, you know, you're getting the, the, the natural emotion flow in the market where we go through this really fearful period. Then we go through, um, uh, no, no, the really greedy period, sorry. Then we go through a fearful period. So we go through a greedy period, fearful period, greedy fear. But what we are seeing is that the greed is still a lot stronger than the, than the, the fearful at this point. And even though we're getting this nice emotion, um, you know, market cycle every time, every time Bitcoin is still making higher highs, higher lows. You know, the last three times before this, Bitcoin 29, before that 10 grand. Uh, so now we can see, you know, we're at a point now where we're going to have the push from the bulls. And at any point, I can expect a nice, strong um, green candle that can just really send us back into the 50Ks. And then we can start to see from there how we hold. Now, that main level, as I was saying, when we do break out, is I am looking at that 53 to the 54K region. I see a lot of guys are looking at it as well. Uh, Will Clemente is also looking at those levels. So it's nice to see that the on-chain data is also matching with that. And that will be a really key level that we want to break out. And that can well take us onto the 60K region. Now, what was quite interesting this weekend and why I think we are going to have a really big bounce in Bitcoin is this dominance. You know, we've been trailing down on the dominance for a while now. And you can see over here how we started this downwards trend. And now it looks like we're at that point where we're possibly getting a daily breakout in dominance. And this usually happens when Bitcoin needs to ride solo. Now, this happened previously in this zone over here when we finally flushed out. And then, you know, we had Bitcoin looking uncomfortable when it was sitting around the 35, 40K region. And then we had the calming down of that, uh, I think it was that event with Elon Musk and them and Kathy Wood. You know, then started to bring. And as soon as ours went back on Bitcoin, we got this big push from Bitcoin. And what that did for us, guys, is it took Bitcoin back from 40K all the way back to 69K or 68K. And then we have then flushed it back into the alt. So it's nice to see that we are still repeating that some sort of pattern. And the Bitcoin is probably the one that's going to bounce out of this bear cycle we're currently in. Uh, it's going to be the first one to bounce out, which makes sense. Brings a little bit of calmness to the market and then it get flushed back into that thing. And if I am were, still looking. Yeah. If you were to guess where this Bitcoin dominance closes at the end of the year, now bearing in mind that the end of the year is seven, 18 days away, what's your guess? I don't think we're going to go much. It all depends how quick Bitcoin rallies, like if we get a really fast rally, but I don't think we'll get above 45. I don't think so. I think okay. to the region of 44, 45, and then another flush out back to it. I actually think we're going to range through this through like the next year. I think we're just going to have a Bitcoin push to the high 40s, and then a drop down to the low 40s. Um, and at least we have the very two key lines. So if we break that ever in the future, then we'll know. Um, but yeah, you know, the fact that dominance has turned to Bitcoin's favor is just showing now that they want to protect the market. They're showing now, you know what I mean? We're flipping back to old routines again, and it's really good. So you don't think Bitcoin. it's got something to do with people losing confidence because when people lose confidence, then they move from altcoins into Bitcoin. So you don't think that people are now starting to protect themselves, prepare themselves for some like some like I think I they're know. scared. Right. And I think for them, you know, I think they're scared and I think they're saying, OK, you know, what? we don't know where this market's going right now. But we do know that Bitcoin's one of the safest crypto assets. So, you know, let me rather just stock up there. Just be sure until we have direction change. And I know it's safe to get back into my alts. So I think people you are know, just taking caution. Yeah, you know what? Um, you, you know what they say? Usually when a bear market ends, it's when the buyers get exhausted. 
and yeah. they're still buying. Like you saw yesterday, there was buying. Every time Bitcoin tries to break downwards, there's buying. And they say that usually the, the bear market or the bear cycle or the bear period ends when the buy when the bears when the buyers get exhausted and there's nothing they just can't buy when anymore the, when the bears when the bears get exhausted they can't sell no anymore. when the buyers get exhausted so what happens is the sellers sell 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 while the buyers can absorb it and then what happens is the buyers just get tired and then what happens is the sellers have to sell into a much lower market and that, that's usually characteristic of it if you go back to uh may june you can kind of see it see it quite clearly in may june so if you just zoom out let's look at may june so you uh, see what happened was not over here you see we dipped you see we dipped all the way down yeah uh, no no go again let's go to the end of the right shoulder so you, you dipped all uh, the yeah. way down yeah yeah all yeah. the way down and then you see it was, it, it was hovering and hovering and hovering all the way down all the way down all the way down oh uh, yeah so you got hover yeah, hover you hover, hover yes, all yes, the way so. down so it's like there's buyers and buyers and buyers and buyers and then eventually the buyers get exhausted and the price just takes a dip and that's kind of like the end and then, and then it starts going up again and i'm still yeah. finding that there's a lot of buying in the market now there's a lot of support so it kind of reminds me of the beginning the beginning of may or the, or the beginning of that correction which is towards the end of may yeah yeah, yeah. um you know and we're but you know whenever we get to the bottom so what happened in this zone here was whenever we touched down it got bought up very quickly then the bulls try to reclaim got tired pulled back it got bought up very quickly so this was definitely big guys buying at these levels over here yes. and it's very similar to here that the dips are getting bought up guys how many times have we gone now to test 47 46 and we just bounce and we just bounce and we just bounce and then we get to a point and then we sell so this is definitely accumulating and it's definitely not retail buying up these dips um it's definitely bigger guys buying up these dips and all they do is like you said they get the market exhausted they get that volume really low and when that volume is really low they're able to move the market a lot quicker for market execution or anything like that and that usually comes this was my favorite thing about trend lines we don't know when we don't know why but there's always volume and you know the previous one that we got to when we thought we had a breakout um when was it a week or two ago you know we still got volume so at least we know the trend line works very well, that the moves come when we get to the end of that trend line and we get to the end of that sort of trend. So it is showing another day or two and the weekly has just hit the bottom. So it is showing we could have, let's say, a doji or a flat, really low volume candle this week. Um, but I am seeing, you know, the end of December, it's beginning of Jan, I'm seeing the bulls trying to reclaim what they've lost. Exactly. I think that this is a, a four week shakeout, four to five week shakeout. And we're probably... What probably ten days in a weekend? When when is the big crash? Last Friday? Yeah, no, it, was ten yeah. days. it can't be ten days. It was a Friday night. So it was it was ten days. Yeah, it was, was it last Friday? The big the big push down. Friday before. So we're about two weeks in then. Sunday. Yeah, so we're about two weeks in, and I think that it, it's going to take time to shake out this leverage. I don't think it's an easy thing. We had a lot of leverage in the market. We had the most leverage we've ever had in the leverage market. Leverage dropped more. Uh, let's have a look at where the leverage is. Uh, give me a second. Yeah, and remember, guys, we go through like this phase over here where it's a couple, a couple weeks of um, you know downwards or uncertainty in the market. But then remember, the bull leg then lasts for a month, two months, and then we can easily go into another month of bear. Like it's just something natural that's going to happen. And I like to look at it in this view when we're hitting this big rally over here. It's time to make money. I'm focusing on some sort of profit strategy or something. And when it comes to these little dip offs here and these little accumulation cycles, I'm re, re looking at my portfolio, I'm restructuring and getting ready for the next bull, bull leg to the upward side. But let's we haven't broken anything crazy. Let's look at the leverage. So it's 0 0.18. So it's where is it? it's over here. So it's uh, 
Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's on, it's on the increase again. It's so, on the so increase. Th th this looks very similar to the last two, where we had those very sharp down. We then have a little push up, another little spike down, and then the continue. It's done it on the last two times. We, so we can see it it's very this. clear. It's here, down, flat, and maybe up a bit, down again, and then up yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All depends on that thing. So. So yeah, so we're keeping aware. Uh, if there is that shakeout, remember the lows can always be tested. Um, I'm not too sure if we're going to get there just yet. A close under 200 day will give me that indication. Um, and right now, major support for Bitcoin is 46. So let's first use that see, as first support. If we do, do you want to get some perspective? That, yeah. Let me give you some perspective. That is where the leverage was at the peak before the May collapse. Okay, that's the okay. top of this blue line over here, which is. Um, on 0 0.18277, right? Okay. Right now, leverage is 0 0.1846. So leverage is higher now than it was at the peak of April. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, but, but I do feel we're in a different market. Yeah, we do. I, agree. We, we do. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I do agree. And that's why we're taking day for day. And we're just going through. But I do know, you know, these times they get tired and when they get tired this market reverses quickly and if you're in that mindset where you you're not buying up specials or you're not at least dollar costing at these levels you're going to be buying 20 percent, 30 percent higher in the next few weeks like all of a sudden we're going to have one week where everything just rampages and then you mm. end up buying a lot higher and you just you know you, you you've ruined um the basics of what you needed to do and now you're just falling back into the old traps so yeah. so that's you know no, no so so that's looking good what's quite interesting obviously is the the stock market um the fact that we're sitting you know a percent away or just over a percent away from all-time highs is ridiculous so they bought up i don't know if those printing machines went off or what happened but <laughs> you know what i mean it was really recovered very there's quick. a fed meeting there's a fed meeting this week um, which they're going to discuss the inflation problem. Now, remember, inflation was the highest that it's ever been in 40 years. Uh, that happened on Friday. So inflation came in, or th was it Thursday or Friday? Thursday, Friday. Yeah, so inflation came in the highest point that it's been in, in the last 40 years. The market's going up. The market up. goes up. So makes sense, huh? You might know that <laughs> Jerome Powell is going to stand up in front of everybody and say, we have an inflation problem. We have to slow down this economy. Even Joe Biden is starting to panic about inflation now, you know, warning us that you know, there's gas prices are coming down, energy prices are coming down. So he finds it that he has to, you know, he, like he has to come out and tell people about this and warn people and kind of cushion the blow. Um, and now what's Jerome Powell going to do? He's going to stand up on Wednesday or whenever it is. I mean, meetings tomorrow, but I think they talk on Wednesday. And he'll say something like, we have to speed up tapering. We're going to speed up tapering to quarter one next year, which means we could probably expect an interest rate um, uh, interest rate rise sometime quarter one and quarter two next year. And then they're going to go up 25 basis points and then another 25 basis points. And then we're in a cycle of increasing interest rates. Mm -hmm. But I mean, listen, I don't know about you, but I think like another year or so, we're going to we're going to have to really have a look at eh? because the stock market, I think at some point, I think that's going to save the day again. And we're going to manage to to still have a good year next year. But I think that it, it's it's just getting well, deadly. Well, like, how can you recover so quick? Like, this is my only thing with this. Like, I get it. But, you know, we usually accumulate Bitcoin dumps. It accumulates, gets things back and like stock market just recovers. Like it literally falls and then recovers quickly like that. Then it falls and it recovers and it falls and it recovers like it's, 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 there's no normal market flow happening yet. It, it just seems, I don't know if it's manipulated, like it looks heavy manipulated chart-wise. Well, just think about this. Let's just do some quick back of the envelope accounting, right? 
before COVID, the stock market was at 3392. It was at a high. You see that? So that was before COVID. There we go. Yeah. And okay, if I'm looking at the US 500, up. that's the yes, broadest. There we go. That's the broadest one. So before COVID, the market was at 3392. They printed 40%. Uh, more US dollars into circulation. The market is at 4735. So just quickly just say 3396 plus 40%. I have a calculator. I can work it out first. Yeah, please. My brain's tired. We're recording the whole weekend. <laughs> I know. I know. With a broken studio. Oh, jeez. I would have burnt the studio. Oh, yeah, look at that. Close. Look at that. Look at that. Look, can you see? 4754. Sure. Okay. Now, yeah. look at the, the market is at 4735. See that? 4735. Look how your phone's making your, your, your background screen very alien world. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me jump off and get my screen the right color. <laughs> um, yeah, guys. So, uh, as we see here, obviously, the, the stock markets, you know, I got this very main trend. We'll keep aware on that. I still think we've got another good year of uh you know really good growth in the markets and then i do feel we are going to have a, a ugly event like this you know at maybe end of next year or the next thing i think we still got good time for now and we're looking good uh one thing that i'm also lasting before i jump into some of the alts um we are getting a little push from from the dixie from the dollar index and it looked like we can possibly be breaking a four hour trend um so that's just saying you know a bit of a slow day you know bitcoin could still hover for 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 the remaining of the day the alts could still hover but like i was saying a few more days are you sorted I don't know. Let's try that again, just for fun. Oh, this one's getting ugly now, Ryan. Let's go. What's my number? What's my number? Just um, yeah, because Solana got DDoS attack. That's the problem. I didn't factor it's for DDoS. It's not too attack. bad. It's not too bad. Fourteen percent. Sure, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be a tough one. It is gonna be a tough one. It's um, gonna be tough. So. So obviously now let, let, let's go have a look. I see ETH is still holding trend beautifully and it's making higher lows at this point. So ETH at a critical level for me. I've, I've been adding ETH at this sort of point. Uh, you know, looking at Solana as well, it's at a really, you know, key level now where we want to be holding these sort of uh, support zones here. So, you know, Solana's looking cheap for me. Um, it, it is getting, you know, we're back at that 164 and I think it can bottom between 150 at any point if Bitcoin does have that smaller pullback. But this is definitely one, you know, guys, if you look at percentage wise, just, just just put something in your head whenever you're buying. Am I buying it on special? How much are buying off? Is it good fundamentals? Is it going to change your world? Yes. Simple. Now, this one is sitting 38% cheaper than all time highs. So you are definitely picking up a special. Yeah, uh, I have spoke about this last week. Yeah, um, you know, Luke's been talking tons about Kusama and Polkadot. And he just doesn't understand how the price is not reflecting, but they're building a lot. Um, and maybe they're keeping all the news in the background and not coming everything public wise. But, you know, I think Kusama is one you have to uh, be this Saturday, up. This Saturday, the first of the Polkadot parachains go live. That's this Saturday. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a Akala network. Is it a Akala or is it who, who won the first auction? I think it's a Akala. Akala network. So they go live. So that, that could give a little bit of a kick to the Kusama dot narrative. But sure. Yeah, they run together. Yeah, 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 it is cheap. Yeah, I remember the, the, the highs to look cheap. Also starting yeah. to look cheap. Yeah, like look at Luna. Now Luna's finally coming back to a support resistance flip and had that quick drop. So I think Luna is going to come back between fifty-two and fifty-five dollars. And I think that's a really good little load up zone on Luna. If you missed the 
the you know the original strong pump and at least it's taught you now to be buying pullbacks and not chasing actual pumps so luna's still great i still think avalanche is at a great level i think it can come down to about 75 but anywhere between 75 and 80 you know guys the, they are getting exhausted you can see the bears are getting exhausted you can see how the volume is tapering down very strong you can see how all the rsis are resetting do you remember why we get pullbacks in the market guys so the rsis can reset so the main indicators can actually reset that's the only reason we go through these these little periods are pullbacks in the market and look how the weekly is about to hit the bottom for for avalanche so you know picking up in these regions you know between like i said between 70 and 80 dollars um i think you're really catching it great because remember it was basically 150 dollars uh three four weeks ago so avax is good looking at dots Dots weekly just hit the bottom. We have really big bullish divergence on the weekly as well. We've got exhaustion where we have uh, volume decreasing and we're sitting on the golden zone on 0.618 now on the weekly. So Dots region, $23, $28, you know, I'm definitely loading up. Now this one is quite interesting. What happened to Render? Render had this nice had little pump, had the big pump. pump. And now it's testing. Pump so on this weekend. is one, yeah, yeah, this is one. You know, it could possibly come back to about 4.1 now, but this was one I won't be missing. Um, look how that daily has been flat, flat, flatlining, 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 and now we completely broke through. Massive bullish divergence on the higher time frames. So retest here, uh, this is looking good. Finally, some volume. Do you see what happens, guys? This is the perfect example of where we are with Bitcoin right now, is where we're tapering down, bears are in control. Look at this volume. No volume, no volume. All of a sudden, look how quickly they managed to reverse it. This is coming, guys. And it's going to come quick. And all of this hard work over the last five days from trying to pull render down was erased from one candle. And mm. that's what I love about the tapering. There's no volume backing this momentum at the moment. Uh, Phantom. Phantom's looking good. Um, it looks like it is going to make its way closer to the lower of this wick, which is about 1.2. And then I think it's really cheap because this was $3.5, guys. So, so I think this is really, really cheap. And it is showing it can be in a little bit of accumulation for another week or so. But I think definitely being in this position by the end of the year, uh, I think that's going to have a great start to the year. Uh, same as uh, Cardano. You know, this is also sitting 70% or 60% from all-time highs. This is golden zone. Look at all the RSIs. Daily just crossed to the down, uh, to the upward side. Look at weeklies. Completely done. And the last time we were here, we're at the same price. So it rallied literally from 1.1 to 1.2 all the way to $3 the last time we were at the zone. The time before that, you know, Cardano was sitting at, what is that? One cent. It was sitting, no, 10 cents. It was sitting at 10 cents the last time we we're down there. So now we're at the bottom there again, and we got really big bullish divergence. So mm. Cardano, I, I agree with you. I think January is Cardano month. I think it's really going to move. Same as Chainlink. Guys, these weeklies alone don't lie. Like, they don't I look lie. At these coins, I, I look at these coins, and they're getting cheap. They're getting very cheap. They're not like, they're not like free yet. And I don't know, I think I'm just going to sit on my hands a little bit longer and just like wait for the freebies. The problem is they get, happen. if they it's get happen. too free, it's gonna happen. Then, then it's going to take time. You know what I mean? If they That's get okay. too cheap, That's then okay. it's going to take, you know, That's we're okay. going to be sitting. So, so yeah, I, I'm, okay. I'm working very much off the stochastic RSI. I'm loading up these zones. These things are all hitting the bottom. It doesn't lie. It's a very, very hard time frame. We've only gotten it twice this year. Like, I'm very happy with that. You know, looking at Thought Chain as well coming beautiful i think it's going to come to patient so I, I, I still believe a lot of these can go 10 percent cheaper than what they are now they can if bitcoin does test 46 they can go 10 percent cheaper than where they are now 
but I, I, I'm dollar costing definitely. My best advice. My and best I'm not advice. Being greedy either. I'm happy with my, these entries. My yeah. best advice: if you're dollar cost averaging, keep dollar cost averaging. You know, go in every Monday, every Tuesday. Today's a great day to be buying. If you're dollar cost averaging, keep buying. If you're not dollar cost averaging and you're waiting for an opportunity, step away from your laptop, go for a walk, go do something that's not related to the market, and there will be another. There will be an opportunity. I, I can feel it. Mm, mm, I can mm. feel it. I can feel that there's another little. I can feel there's another little flush out of leverage coming out. We can't be leverage shakeout finished, but we're still at the same levels that we were in at the peak before the liquidations of March and April. No, brother. No, brother. Uh -uh. What happens if stock market breaks all time high and just keeps going? Like, you know what I mean? When can we have that? You know what I mean? Then like I'll wait a, for the break of trend. Time. Then I'll, yeah. Break, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll wait for that break of trend on Bitcoin. So, you know, you look at one like Matic and you can see where this weekly is, this weekly is getting to oversold position. So I won't be going crazy on adding Matic positions and we'll be more patient there, but it just shows you, go look at all the other ones. Guys, they, they, they are completely reset. You know what I mean? Look at ones like Theta reset, Vets reset, Tezos is reset, Zol's reset, Moon River. This is getting very cheap now and we got a very key support at around is... 170. Moon River is very cheap. Um, but I still feel like there's going to be another opportunity. Like I want to buy it at 185 because 185 is actually the lowest that it's ever been, except for the day of listing. If you just zoom back on your chart and you can see it. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, it's extremely never been that low, except the no. first day. You see, it hasn't been yeah. that low. Yeah, it hasn't. And we got a key one at around 165. So I think we can maybe possibly, like I'm saying, another 10% cheap on alts, but I don't see much further than that. But this is going to reply very well, guys. If we get a really strong momentum push in the whole market, you know, Moon River can easily make its way back to three hundred dollars quite quickly because it was of such. A, it and that's a and that's a thing. So so yeah, I, I agree on that. Um, one that was quite interesting for me. Okay, it's not cheap enough yet. Remark, uh, kilt definitely. Um, yeah, and I was having a look at stars on that. I'm just giving them a bit more time. So yeah, that's it for now. Yeah, I would, I would wait. I would wait. I saw Star Launch, Star Launch defied all gravity again, up again. Uh, I think it's because they launched. I, I started reading the announcement. They they launched the metaverse on Star Launch. It's, I think it's like all happening in the metaverse. I think that's happening there. Um, I want to just see something. Moon River. I want to see what the market cap is because I would imagine it's probably one of the cheapest layer ones out there now. I think it's like I guess the market cap is about one point eight billion. Yeah, one point nine billion, fully diluted market cap. So just to give you perspective, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying this yet. Just so you know, but so they've got a 1.9 billion fully diluted market uh, valuation. Let's quickly just see what, what, who they're competing against. So, Ethereum's got a 475 million billion billion dollar. Brilliant. Then you've got Binance Chain, which is about 92 billion dollar. Then you've got Solana, which is 50 billion dollars. You have Cardano, which is 42 billion dollars. Then you have Terra, which is 22 billion, Avalanche, which is 20 billion. So you're talking about Moon River being one tenth of Avalanche. Wow. Nah, nah that doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like a good investment. Sorry, that doesn't. I to, let's just see. So you're talking about Moon River being one fifth of Algorand? Yeah, okay, maybe. Um, let's look at. One third of Cosmos. Cosmos is the most unhyped chain basically in the whole world. Um, let's have a look here. Near Protocol. So you're saying Moon River and Near Pro is, is one third the size of 
Hold on, I think these are not even fully diluted. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Let's just, yeah. Yeah, these are not even fully diluted. Oh, no. Uh -huh. Oh, no. And you, you, So you're saying, that just I shouldn't get, let's just go down here so we can understand. Moon River doesn't even feature on the top 100 coins based on its, no, come on. It's cheap. Yeah. Long term, it's got to be cheap. Yeah. But is there dollar cost, be dollar question? cost, dollar cost. Yeah. Ran, ran yeah. the whole market and the whole alt market is 40, 50% off. Are we really going to complain for another 10%? You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, I am. Yeah. Dollar costing. No, no, I'm waiting. No, 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 I'm no, waiting. Bitcoin's 300K. It doesn't matter if you bought it at 48. I'm waiting. At <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I said. If you're dollar cost averaging and, and, and you want to just accumulate. Just don't miss the pump. That's all that I'm asking. Like don't all of a sudden, no. like next no, week, no, no, Bitcoin no, no. 60K again. And then you're like, ah, oh, I didn't get all my buys in. And now you got to chase the, you, got a phone you know why I don't market. think I'm going to miss the pump? I'll tell you why I don't think I'm going to miss the pump. Because what's going to happen is Bitcoin is going to go up and test that trend line, right? And it's going yeah. to break through that trend line. That's going to be my confirmation that there's a pump in play. When it breaks yeah. through that trend line at 53,000 or 52,000 or whatever the number is. Yeah. Then, then, I, then I'm going to be... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. The, then so everything's going to be 20% higher than what it is now. No, man. If you looked at the alts last night, Bitcoin broke 50,000. The alts didn't even move. The same thing's going to happen. Yeah, dominance bounce. I agree. Okay, cool. I agree. So then I'm going to wait for a dominance bounce. I'm going to wait for Bitcoin to break out, and then I'm going to start buying alts. Okay. I get you. I get you. Because, because Sheldon, it's, it's simple for me. I'm just looking at this, and I'm going, remember the last time I wasn't convinced that all the leverage is out the market? And yeah. then... Everyone here convinced me that the crypto quant was broken and that the leverage actually was out the market. I should have just checked last night, but I didn't. Now I've become <laughs> smarter. I'm a smarter person now. Okay, I get you. <laughs> I'm waiting for this leverage to be flushed out. I'm patient. I took my kids to the, I, I rode a little train yesterday. I did a whole lot of things with my kids. I didn't look at my phone once. I didn't look at the prices once. Because, mm. because when I did, I did yeah, <laughs> that's, that's yeah I think that's it for now. It's Monday. I, I it's Monday. Think, <laughs> Fred blowing his nose here. Yeah, it's Monday. <laughs> oh, it's Monday. Typical. Monday, Monday. Um, <laughs> are we running until this week, Friday run, and then we're going to drop yeah, some yeah. of the, the education through? Cool. Yeah. So we're we, here we, this we, week, guys. We, we'll possibly still be doing these when, by the time the Bitcoin breakout comes. So we're here. Yeah. We're here. Cool. You're done, Fred. Well done. Fred loves Mondays. Huh? <laughs> yeah, bro. Hold on. Yeah. On just Jimmy on Monday. On, on Monday, just put the tissues on Fred's desk. <laughs> All right, guys. Love you madly. See you again nine o'clock EST. I'm going to show you why we're not actually in a bear market. That's what that's what the later show is about. I'm going to show you guys why we are not in a bear market. See you guys later. Cheers, guys. Changing of the seasons. <laughs> yeah, it's from winter to summer. More, more parties. <laughs>